0: The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing so good. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Happy, Happy Talk Tuesdays. Happy Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Up on a Tuesday. They're <laughs> 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 like, fucking stop singing our goddamn song on your show. I swear to God.
1: Yeah. Oh, we don't. we won't get in trouble for it because it's only like... Like like yes, three words, right? Yes.
0: Do you guys hear those little giggles in the background? We have that? a. You hear the giggles? Oh yeah, no, I hear, do you hear, those I hear We have a guest, y'all, nice. and we are so excited. Her name is Stephanie Palmer. She's from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. She's a psychotherapist. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing so good. I'm so glad that you didn't get weirded out with me text or texting you. Well, tell with everybody me. how it got started. Oh. Okay, so which we're going to talk about because I would love to know your input on on this. Sure. So she listened to an episode of uh-huh. ours about the dilators. And she about the vagina s- dilators. The vagina dilators. To accommodate she, big penises. Yes, and she sent us um, a response to just kind of like inform us. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was going to respond and be like, wow, I'm going to use this on the show. Then I was like, I'm just gonna ask her.
1: <laughs> she wants to talk about I'm it. Like, on the do you want
0: to like come on and talk about anything um, on the show? So can you kind of give us what you were saying in that
2: message about yeah. dilators and all that? So I'll I'll admit when you guys were talking about it, I was like, I've never heard them used for that, but that is very interesting. What have like, you that's... heard them used for? So a couple things. So okay. the one that I messaged you about right was. Um, Dilators can be given by like your OB, right? Yeah. If you have something called vaginismus, which is a psychological disorder where you basically like close yourself off, where nothing can penetrate you. You just like, oh. you know, you seize up. When you think about when you go get an exam, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, just relax. So we can put like the speculum in, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, when you go to have sex, you can't. It's like, oh. nothing's happening. And so you use these to work your way up to be able to have penetrative sex the other part that you can use it for is when you have gender affirming surgery right and you have a vagina created uh-huh. you have to use dilators to have a vaginal canal
1: i see yeah oh I never knew that did you know that yeah. no
0: i didn't oh wow that's fascinating yeah. do they so what kind of what what do they look like
2: i don't actually know they come in sizes right so you like work yourself up i just think of like butt plugs right How okay yeah. she sizes. loves butt plugs
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Scout's an asshole. <laughs> 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 bop, 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 Scout likes it in the butt more than I do. Yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's for
2: sure. But you know, like you you work yourself up, right? So you're not gonna have like a big fat diameter one right, off right. the fat. You just like work your way up. And when I had a client that was using them, I had her start. You know, we didn't even start with them, right? Like I had her start with. You know, she was in her early twenties, had never masturbated before, so I was like, let's Whoa. start there. Right. Yeah. Like, let's start with you getting comfortable with your own body. Did
1: she have past so sexual reason- trauma? And that's what, what yeah. caused a lot of that stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it was like a combination of sexual trauma and like reproductive trauma. Right. Mm-hmm. So like a procedure. And it was just like, I tense up and I don't want anything in there because I don't want that to happen again. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Is it very common? Have you found that it's very common that women don't want to touch themselves? masturbate yes yeah like I just
2: get self-conscious even talking about it and I'm like what it's like the greatest thing on the planet yeah
0: I Mm. had like a like uncomfortable like like vibrator no problem but like my finger for some reason (laughs) it it. just doesn't and I and I think it's because and I and I, I don't know where I saw this but have you ever taken a fucking mirror to your oh, vagina? Yeah. yeah. Really? No, oh, I, I haven't.
2: I haven't. Like, yeah. Really? I need to see what's going on down there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <see> <laughs> but I'm not, I'm <laughs> it not Terrifies into- the fuck out of me. I'm not maybe into the finger either. It might've been from like when I oh. first went down on a girl and that terrified sure. the shit out of me. Mm. So sure. I think maybe looking at my own vagina oh. might scare you? me. Why don't you try?
1: Okay, right now.
0: Yeah, just but hold up on one second. <laughs> <laughs> Over here in the
1: corner. Hey guys! Oh my god, it's very really uh, pretty. <laughs> I've seen your vagina. It's very pretty. Oh, they you. Not like you know. know. You just look inside, Daniel. Who
2: won't, who won't finger themselves? Right, like they're just like, yeah. oh, the thought of it is so gross. Oh. I am a firm believer in like, I want to know what it feels like. Yeah. Just to know, right? Like, I just want to see. Also, I know this isn't TMI because you guys talk about literally everything. Yeah. But when you have an IUD, they mm-hmm. tell you
0: you uh make sure you feel the string feel your strength yeah
2: yes so like in that kind of case you kind of have to yeah so to speak i mean your doctor can't obviously i don't like the texture in the inside yeah i mean it's like weird and like i'm like what is this
0: what is this i don't want anything in there but a penis or at least not my fingers you know so i wonder if it's like do men feel that too or they're like oh this is weird no,
1: they're like, oh, my God, get it in there. Exactly. It's like a warm, comfy, fun.
0: fabulous place that they love to call home.
2: <laughs> God, no. man, I
0: need to play with myself a little bit more, get used to my vagina. But it's even,
2: like, things like sensual touch, right? Like, if you're in the bathtub, like, you know, start with, like, rubbing your hands on your arms and just, like, feel your body and get comfortable with somebody – you touching your body because if you're not comfortable yourself touching your body Mm, yeah are you gonna let somebody else touch it and feel comfortable Mm. you know
0: oh man yeah that's my problem (laughs) i need to be more more with in tune with myself and my body (laughs) yeah it takes me i'm also like i'm in my head me too i'm in my head the entire time so like most women are wet is is sometimes a problem Mm. sometimes
1: it's gotta like i have to have like it started like i have to like like yes. you gotta like get why get, is get that me.
2: what can women do to get out of their head Ugh. well that's the thing we like fucking live there i right? know
1: I so,
0: question
2: like, it's it's a really beautiful about, like, house kid yeah do i yeah. have to fucking go grocery shopping like oh yeah. my god i have to do this so it's
0: just yeah. it's ridiculous god i wish it was just like like men they just turn it right up. click clock click but you see like men go to that
1: place like a guy's fate like I see them check out. It's like all of a sudden it's like oh you're you you've gone to your happy place. Like I can't even like mm-hmm. you just you just have let, like left the building. I don't know what's going on but there's you are not here right now. You're they're so a like paradise. They're, they're in fucking paradise.
0: They're like they're in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Like we're at the grocery store. Yeah, literally. Literally.
0: (laughs) Like how how do we get to Hawaii? I don't I don't I don't know. (laughs) Hawaii mindset sex. I wonder if there's
1: like something you can do right before or God man. I mean that's why I like taking my edibles before because I'm just like, woo. Yeah
2: mindfulness is huge right like i know mindfulness is like a fucking buzzword and like everybody talks about it right but like being present and in your body is humongous so whether that's you meditate right before you do it well you know or you scout calls meditate
1: you. scout says she's meditating when she poops that's her like that's her <laughs> that's her word <laughs>
2: so what the okay, <laughs> fuck did I'm you saying. just give away
0: right now on live fucking air spotify so Apple. maybe so maybe i just told her that this morning so so i literally just told her that i told her that secret today day let's talk about that no I've heard telling it before. your friends your secrets yeah, before. and well, what it makes you feel like inside
1: well listen sometimes <laughs> meditating before you have sex is probably the best I mean pooping and or <laughs> meditating whatever you want to call it is like that should yeah. make everything better
0: yeah but oh, in
2: honesty, what I tell people who have a problem with this is like when you are in the act whether it's like foreplay or you're in sex If you find yourself like drifting off or thinking about shit that doesn't matter, right? Like physically asking yourself, where do I feel this in my body? Or, oh my God, that feels so good. Bringing awareness Mm, back to the body part that you're experiencing pleasure in is going to pull you back in the moment. It might have to happen like six times, right? Mm, Like it's not going to be, I do it once and this is like this euphoric situation, Mm -hmm. but it's just about pulling yourself back to the present moment.
0: I have a question when when your partner and you are kind of like stuck in this rut of like not being intimate what are some (laughs) good tools for your partner because we've got a lot of people asking like Mm. i'm not attracted like you know we haven't had sex in so long what is it i mean and we give advice yeah (laughs) like well go take a date go buy flowers but what is it is there anything else that that People can do is it like playing games, like silly little like intimate games, like what what is something that can kind of like spark reconnect. it up again or reconnect you as a couple?
2: Intimacy is so interesting because it can be so many different things, yeah. right? It can literally be laying on the couch together. It can mm. be having a really deep conversation to connect on a level that you've never connected on before. I. I'm a firm believer that porn is a really fucking good tool. Right. Like okay. It can teach you things. It can either be like a I that's a hard motherfucking no for me. I'm never doing that. (laughs) Or like "Hmm, that looks kind of fun. Like maybe I want to try that. And I know it's scary to sometimes share that with your partner because you don't know how they're gonna respond of like, why the fuck would you ask me that? Oh, I've had the same experience. Oh, like yeah. and I'm like, like scared what? to not like show
0: show my partner porn. I'm like I am I'm, I'm so like why? Why are you scared to show him insecurity porn? stuff? Oh. You know, I think well,
2: it's like a fair rejection, right? Of yeah. like making you feel like you're weird for what you like. Yeah. Or like Well, that's... she doesn't
1: want him looking at other girls.
2: Well, it's not right? that. No, no. Uh. It's well I think that's
0: like also it stems from like me being cheated on yeah. my the, all my sure. relationships relationships i feel like you know me but not being enough mm. i think mm-hmm. is like a, a stem thing also too with family issues so i feel mm-hmm. like you know sex like that's like my my domain you know mm-hmm. so then sure. bringing in something else i don't know but i, I I'm, I'm very anxious to, to i think i would try it um mm-hmm. i mean you're like the third person to tell me porn <laughs> The fucking telling her she yeah. doesn't want to listen to me
1: I figured would get a I really professional like, in here to tool. tell her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then I, but Then also, too, what if I'm just looking at the two girls? Home Great. Looking and at the two like, fucking girls. Sorry, Tom. Oh, hi, Tom. Okay, yes. 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 Good. Good for you.
1: You'll be yes. like, oh, my God, I just came in eight seconds. Wow, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tom's going to be the one like, um, we're not watching porn anymore yeah. when we have sex. <laughs> yeah. So And you're going to be like, wow, I thought it was going to be the other way around. <laughs> so, you know, call me crazy, I but...
2: Think- like the underlying theme of it is like vulnerability, yeah. right? And Ugh, I, I hate for that the word. longest time, I was be vulnerable, say, vulnerable, motherfucker. I was like, vulnerability, fucking ew. I'm never doing that. Now oh, I love no. being vulnerable. Ugh. But <laughs> it's not easy for me by any means. It has gotten yeah. better because I've gotten more confident in knowing that when I share something, it's not necessarily for you, it's for me. Mm. So whether that be I feel some type of way about something that happened between us that I need to talk about it. Or I want this to change in our relationship because our partners don't know unless we fucking say something. We like to think we've been together for fucking 10 years. You should know why I'm mad at you, right? Like that's very easy to kind of make that snap judgment, but nobody knows unless you share it. Is it always comfortable? Does it always go as planned? No, but. It's 100% worth it versus just internalizing stuff of like, I'll just fucking deal with it. Like it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. It is to you though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I always use that
0: with Tom. I'm like, use your words because I don't, you've got to tell me how you feel or else I'm never going to know. And then I'm going to be an asshole to you. Right. (laughs) Yes. Like just, just tell me, tell me how you feel. (laughs) Like I'm very much like, I'm feeling this. <laughs> Fix
2: it. That's because
0: you are a Pisces. We're yeah. Pisces. I yeah. I'm like, everything's flowing. I'm always in yeah. <laughs> you can't fucking turn that faucet off. It's like, oh my oh God, my too god. many feelings. <laughs> so Daniel's like, no, you can leave my house. <laughs> so she's like, this is met the limit. Here's oh the limit. Oh my god. Okay, so we um <clears throat> I posted your beautiful photo to our um Instagram to get some some questions. And, um, some of these are, are pretty interesting. Um, first, <laughs> this guy goes, why do I get turned on by tickling women's feet?
2: Oh, I mean I think it's a couple different things right so it could be part of a foot fetish but it could also be part of like a control thing of like you're in control of their reaction right now Mm -hmm. whether it's like they're being tortured by being tickled and they Uh hate it and you're like getting off on that oh god or
1: run people (laughs) if you have a guy like that oh Oh, it's like scout's biggest fear
2: (laughs) (laughs) or it's that he gets off on like making you happy right like because that's like a laugh giggly kind of thing. it depends on If that person likes to be tickled or not. For some people, it feels like the worst thing ever. I would
1: fucking punch you in your face. I would kick you in your throat and you would die. Yeah, do not tickle my feet. That is the fastest (laughs) way to die. I'm serious. I'm like angry thinking about it right now. Oh my God. I cannot stand being tickled. My feet, it's like off limits. It freaks me out.
0: yeah. Who, who, I like
1: being my feet being touched, not by my partner. I like getting going to get my pedicures and a massage. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. want my feet rubbed, and I definitely don't want to be fucking tickled.
0: Who tickled your yeah. feet?
2: Wrong. I don't know who did it to you. Somebody
1: did it to me when I was younger. Even when like you know, like when our kids were born, and you know you, you're their babies, and you're like, I would never tickle their feet because I feel mm-hmm. like oh there's
0: God. My they're like, like little
1: nerves, you know. I think it can like yeah. fuck with your nerves and cause mm-hmm. like nerve damage when it's like not developed yet, and it's awful. Yeah. Ugh, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I hate. Being tickled.
0: Touch my feet. Whatever you want to do with my feet. Oh my, my god. Touch my feet. God, scout. <laughs> Not like that, okay? Y'all stop Make setting this a- shit with feet. Oh my god. Yeah. So, have you had yeah. anyone like, th- like a patient or whatever, or anybody like with like a foot thing, a foot fetish? Like, is that? Not any foot fetishes. No, I have
2: okay. worked with a lot of people in the um, kink community, which I love. Like, oh. I love to educate myself on. There's the is a kink community. It. Oh my god, bitch! Are you kidding? Come
1: on! Yes. Well, oh, I, I love it know, but Jesus, I, bitch. But I didn't know. But I didn't know there was like, like it was called something.
2: So there's like little. There's a whole kink community as a whole, right? But there are so many kinks in the kink community. They have like their own little like little
0: subdivision. Ooh, can you share graphic. some of this, some knowledge oh, in this kink community? A lot. I mean, I've seen it on um, porn.
1: There's like popping balloon. Remember when like HBO had Real Sex? That show. Remember Real Sex? No, oh my god, yes. You're are you, how old are you? Don't mind me asking. Thirty-eight. Okay. Oh, I'm thirty-three. She's thirty-three. Come she on. doesn't know. She's like you know that little. I was sheltered I, as I a know. child. Well, it's also before yeah. your time. Like that was that was like oh. porn, but on HBO for us. Like I could I could yeah. access it at a younger age. So HBO had a mm-hmm. show called Real Sex. You need to Google it. Okay. And they had and you could see like people's n- everything and like yep. their fetishes and like it's it was pretty fucking in- intense and awesome at the same time. Like, wow. that's the first time I ever saw, like, swingers or – I mean, it's really yeah. – it was really cool. So, But there are a lot of fetishes that I was like, wait, what? How do you get off I on mean, popping fucking balloons? Like, that's
2: – The list is, it. like, endless, dude, for real. So <clears throat> um, there are people who enjoy dressing up and acting like babies. Yeah. Like,
1: right, I've seen that. Like I've seen adult that. babies, right? Yeah. So there's,
2: like, adult babies. We've there's talked about, like, the breastfeeding
1: people yeah. that are into, like – Baby
2: diaper lovers who, okay. like – go full-fledged there are oh. people that have like legit nurseries mm. in their home mm-hmm. so, so it's all about like taking away you're like infantilizing yourself right because for whatever reason maybe you weren't taken care of as a baby that's or what i was just, saying like, yeah do really, fetishes
0: like do do all fetishes like stem from childhood stuff not all not all okay
2: because cool. when you think about the kink community i think people's first um assumption is like bondage right like right. bdsm because that's yeah. like the most well-known one
0: Right. Yeah, what's that movie For that just came people, out, or that movie that's massive? The books, the shades novels. Of gray. Yeah, oh, shades of Grey. Yeah, Fifty Shades. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like the kink community fucking hates that movie and book so mm-hmm. much because it's like,
1: it's all
0: bullshit. Not
2: ethical the way he went through it. Oh. Right. It was more oh. of like a coercion and control versus consent. Right. Consent is huge in the kink community. Oh, good. Okay. Kind of like forced her into the relationship. To me, it's like, dude, yeah. entertainment. It's not meant to be taken seriously. Right. Mm. So, okay. Um, but for some people, they can turn to kink as a way to maybe control their trauma. Right. So, for example, if they were sexually assaulted, they may turn to like rape fantasy to take that power back of like, I'm in control of this situation though. Mm. I get to say what happens, right? Mm. Or it could be that they go the complete opposite end of their trauma and what happened to them. Or it has nothing to do with trauma at all. It's just something that they saw and they were like, hmm, I want to try this. I, and wonder, see if I, like it. I wonder if, oh my
0: God, I'm getting real fucking deep in this <laughs> motherfucker. Um, I mean, I was raped as a kid and okay. I, like, in my all of my relationships I was um attracted to like a, a I would say it's like really dirty fucking sex like being sure. called a whore being called a slut mm. yep. like like all, degradation yeah like that's yep. that's the only thing that got me off oh my god I would be that, mm-hmm. that would, was that
1: I would that would turn me off for a very seconds. very 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 long See, that's time
2: the thing, though like you're not gonna call me a dirty bitch to my face in real life in the bedroom it's very different and you can differentiate between the two right for somebody who so for me I like to be in control in my daily life Mm -hmm. at all fucking times because I'm anxious Mm
0: -hmm.
2: in the bedroom I do not I want to be like worried I don't want to make any decisions I make enough decisions every fucking day of my life I don't want to do it there like take that part away for me so
1: you want to be dominate so you want you need someone to take control Mm -hmm. in the bedroom you don't want to be the be the dominant one yeah, but nice. I have a
2: very dominant personality in my everyday life. Yeah,
0: me too. That's so kind of crazy. Interesting. I think it's because we're short. <laughs> oh, you're a shorty too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look it, we got all the shorties <laughs> here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's. Uh, th- so, so somebody just said, which I'm, I'm very curious on how you you handle that as a uh, therapist. Someone wrote in and literally just typed, "I want to end my life."
2: So. <clears throat> My, I'll give you like a little short backstory. Mm-hmm. My career started working in a psychiatric hospital with children. Oh. So I kind of worked my way up in the ranks of my position, but my everyday job was working with kids and teenagers who wanted to die or who would self-harm, right? So every day, that was my experience. I am by no means desensitized to it. That is a very serious thing when somebody says they want to end their life. I think it's a matter of recognizing what I would tell my kids or even adults now when I work with them is I need you to tell me one reason why you're still here, right? Because if I said yesterday, I want to end my life, but I showed up today, something kept you here. Mm. Whether it's, I have a dog to take care of. I want to see so-and-so in concert someday. I want to travel to X, Y, Z. Nothing is too small when it comes to a reason for living. We have to pull our brain back to that versus all the fucking shit that's going wrong or not going well. Does that make
0: sense? hmm yeah, mm-hmm. it does. I know. I was gonna mm-hmm. share on the episode that we did. So I, I went so so like depression and like by like my 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 mother passed away, but she was bipolar. My sister is mm-hmm. bipolar. My dad suffers from depression. So all of that mm-hmm. stuff <laughs> runs in my family. And in yep. my twenties, it was like I couldn't wake up or go through a day where I didn't feel fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Like 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 the deepest sad of mm. of. Anything and so the sad I've, you
2: can't explain. It's yeah. not like that I'm sad my dog died. It's oh my like god! I am so physically exhausted from what's going on mentally yes. that I can't. Excuse me, I can't even explain how it feels.
0: Mm-hmm. It was it was an intense feeling. And then when I started mm-hmm. doing drugs, like I started doing cocaine, that just like enhanced it. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember the day where I was like, I need to get sober. Um, it was only a year, but I was like, this is this is it. I woke up and I looked at my dog. And I was like, you don't make me happy. Oh. And then I looked at my place that I was, I was like, you don't make, and I was like, breathing doesn't work. I was like, yeah. and then when I got to like breathing, like breathing doesn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. I remember calling my best friend at the time. It was Chris and Stewart. I called her and I was like, dude, I was like, I am, I am so fucked up right now. Like I'm, I'm really bad. And you know, mm-hmm. she gave me the advice to go to my, my family, but it's just like fucking crazy. Like that was the lowest of low I've ever felt. And I don't think I've ever told my parents. Mm. I've never really told my parents like that's what, but What's it's like really well, hard to moment, talk to someone.
2: Absolutely. And I think in that moment, Scott, you had an inkling of like, I don't actually fucking want to die. I just don't want to feel this anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah, And that's part of the issue is recognizing like, this is a temporary feeling, mm-hmm. even if it is a lifelong illness. So I have depression and OCD. I know they're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I learned how to cope with them. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. Even if it is something you are going to deal with lifelong, you recognize like shit's going to ebb and flow. I'm not always going to feel like this. I have the power to say, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. As far as like feeling like this, not, I don't want to live anymore, but like, I don't want to continue to talk to myself like this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to continue to not take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to continue to Take shit out on other people, like whatever it may be. Our brain is really, really fucking powerful. Yeah, really powerful. Oh, I'm very lose sight of that. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm
0: very self aware now. Like I know that the, that is in me. Like everybody's like, you're such a happy person. I'm like, yeah, I'm super happy, but like, well, I'm sad. I'm fucking sad as fuck. Yep. I'm like deep down. But yeah. it's, it's interesting. Like even with like alcohol. Like that's why I don't mm-hmm. drink as much anymore because sometimes some alcohol will make me go to like right. a really sad yep. place for no fu- like one one beverage. I'm like, what is happening? Why depressant. am I here? Yeah, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I just yep. know like things like even like taking edibles. I'm like, oh my god, I'll mm-hmm. get I'll go to, you know. So it's Crazy good to place, recognize yeah. that. You know, yep. with, with yourself and know what you mm-hmm. can handle and what you can't.
1: How do you get to the place where you're like, well, you don't want to do that to your to yourself anymore, you know, when you're abusing your body and abusing yourself, whether it be with food or money or drugs or, you know, how do you with it with, without actually having to, without actually going to therapy and really doing the work, which it's really fucking hard and really fucking scary, how 100%. do you do how do you get there to a place where you can say, I don't wanna do this now?
2: What I tell people is like, you have to get to the point where you're sick of your own fucking shit, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're sick of yourself and the way that you're behaving. So I got divorced in 2019, moved out with my son, um, was doing well, like the divorce was amicable. It was whatever, but 2020 hit in the pandemic. All I wanted to do was drink every day. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just want to drink. I'm bored. Right. I gained all of my weight back. I was fucking miserable. I was just like a miserable human being where I complained all the time, like nothing was ever good enough. I just was not pleasant to be around. And finally, I was like, why am I continuing to live like this? Because I only get to live once. Why am I going to continue to do it this way? So like I started with changing my diet because I had always worked out, but food was not great. So I changed my diet for 30 days. And in that 30 days, I was like, you can't drink. <laughs> in my head, I was like, that sounds like the worst. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to drink 30 days and see what happens. On the 15th, it'll be two years since I drank because wow, I for realized, you. Like, it, bitch, you don't need that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not helping you. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, fitness saved my life. Meditating and journaling saved me. And Like, I was never suicidal, but it saved me from, like, self-destruction right. and just being an unhappy person. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, the people around me, not that I'm responsible for anybody's feelings but my own, but I am a mom. So, I have to make sure that I'm showing up for him. And not just being a miserable asshole all the Mm -hmm. time. (laughs) You just have to have insight into what you are doing versus like deflecting blame on other people or blaming it on circumstance right. or whatever it may be does that make sense I yeah. love that
0: you just like really like just <laughs> you know like like we're all humans even though like yes. your career is like giving you know it's like in our it's like mm-hmm. we're all fucking humans mm-hmm. going through the same shit just because yes. I have this title or whatever yeah. yep. doesn't mean I don't go through the same no bullshit no And sometimes I have to like
2: reset myself before like being able Mm -hmm. to,
0: you know, help others or whatever. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. I I love my best friend and I have my best friend and I have a mental health podcast, right? And we are very honest about like just because we're therapists doesn't mean that we're perfect moms or that we don't lose our shit or that we don't have like ineffective habits or behaviors. Like I'm very honest about, yes, I know these skills. Do I use them all the time? No. Mm -hmm. Because I'm still a human, right? I think one of the hardest parts of being a therapist sometimes is that they forget I'm a human being yeah. with emotions yeah. and my own shit going
0: on. We, we say that too, with like, um, you know, being actors mm-hmm. and stuff yes. and, and fancying us. And like, you know, when, when people write things like she was a bitch, she sucked. <laughs> it's like, well, I
1: smiled at her and she didn't smile back for yeah. as long as I thought she would. And mm-hmm. maybe she, I was like, well, maybe I hadn't slept the night before. Maybe I had fucking COVID or maybe, yeah, like, yeah, like so you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It wasn't the experience you wanted. Yeah,
2: It's like the entitlement That's a harsh word but it's true It's like the entitlement or the attitude of like I paid to fucking come and see you and you were a dick to me Or like you weren't as happy as I thought you were going to be It's like yes because I have my own shit going on Like I did the best that I could And Mm -hmm. accepting that for what it is Is kind of essential instead of being mad about what you didn't get I mean I was
1: We were talking about this not too long ago But like there was even a time where um, I was literally In the middle of Having a miscarriage Oh god I remember the episode I was like I I was at Texas Frightmare and I was like wearing a sanitary pad and fucking bleeding and taking pain meds. And I was just like, I, I, I just was like, well, oh, maybe this will take my mind off of what's maybe going on. Try. I can just mm-hmm. go through it and, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down of pictures and people. Mm-hmm. And everybody wanted to talk about shit. And it's like all I wanted to do was just crawl in my fucking hole and bury myself Mm -hmm. and you just had to put on a happy face and I was like god this is everything I hate about being an actor especially as a kid actor because you were never allowed to feel your feelings you were never allowed Mm -hmm. to be and then you learn
2: to not trust yourself because you're like well I'm not supposed to feel that way
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and then you know you're like wow and I mean I we there's like this thing with with actors or I don't know if it's just actors or kid actors but we will get sick right after we wrap like (laughs) the day after we wrap a movie will get d- horribly sick and it's like yeah. was I always was I was I shoving this yeah, down yeah. and then now I'm done sure. and now I allow myself or there's times where I wake up feeling really sick in the moment I get to set I feel like I'm totally fine yeah. and I'm like wow am I really fine or have I just had to tell myself that I don't I don't feel sick anymore so I can mm-hmm. continue to work because there's no calling in sick in our job ever about yep. anything you know yep. so that's
0: why it's so it's so fucking difficult when I'm on set and like these big actors are like oh well we gotta shut down production for a week because that person i'm like what i could have done that could <laughs> i have done that this I entire know. time <laughs> could i i know wait can i do that i know can i take a break <laughs> no i can't take a break i'm dying over here but i can okay like, 103 pff, you'll be fine <laughs> yeah literally oh just my get, god just get
1: through covid just get has through.
0: set a pavement now now we can we're sick we can't come to work yeah. <laughs> we can't come to work Fair. would you like to yeah. plug your podcast
2: Oh, sure. It's called Rewriting Her Story. Oh, okay. god, so good. (laughs) Rewriting Her
0: Story. I love that. I have a
1: random question. So this is something that I thought that I could definitely use help with. Um, Going back to the suicide stuff, um, you know, obviously you've heard the podcast and I have Mm -hmm. personal um, uh, triggers with people around me that have have passed. And um, I do have a considerable amount of fans that I'm close with um, Mm -hmm. that I've connected to through Instagram and through Patreon and stuff. And... There, there's a lot of, you know, through, through COVID and what's been happening in the world, there's a lot of darkness and a lot of instability and mental issues. And it's, it's been really hard. Um, and I've had a lot of people reach out to me on occasion that they were ready to end their life. And I am always hesitant because I immediately, you know, if I get the tech, and I'm not on social media as much as people may think. If I'm, on, if it says, oh, she's on, she's been on 12 hours ago, I'm not like looking through people's stuff. Yes. It's like I'm making my post, I'm doing what, you know, whatever, and then I'm, I'm off with my kids, or, or it's my mm-hmm. fucking kids accidentally getting on Instagram, um, and I just don't know where the boundary is because you want to help and you want to, uh, I don't want to ever not respond and have them do something. Sure. Because then I I don't want to take that like I could have saved them or I could have offered them advice to keep them here. But I also know from two of my best friends killing themselves, I didn't know they were going to. There was no like mm-hmm. warning sign. So yeah. I always yeah. go, well, if they're if they're saying they're going to do it, are they really going to do it, or they just need, a, or is it a cry for help, or is there a mental illness, mm-hmm. or I don't know how to navigate around that without feeling some sort of responsibility. I mean, I know like. You know, I've been going to... I've been taking psychotherapy... My therapist is a psychotherapist and I've been going to her mm-hmm. twice a week for since I'm 30, so for 15 years. And, sure. And, um, you know, obviously I don't take any responsibility for my friends that have passed. But, uh, but I, you know, my stalker situation started a million years ago with writing him a letter because yeah. he was suicidal. And then all of a sudden he shows up at my house mm-hmm. with a marriage license and a sawed-off shotgun and a 9 millimeter when I'm 18 years old and knocks on my front door. Yeah. So... Um, You know, it's it's if I had never had done that and opened that door, Mm -hmm. I wonder if that if that wouldn't have happened. Um, And with social media being so accessible now, it's very difficult to to not respond to those messages when they come in. I don't know what to do, you know, and knowing like as soon as they come in, I automatically get like a pit in my stomach and my blood pressure goes up and I automatically feel like. Oh my God. And then if I don't hear from that person the next day or I see they haven't been on social media, cause I'll look at their, I won't respond. And then I'll look at their mm-hmm. posts and I'm like, Oh my God, they haven't been on in three days. What was their last post? Oh, then no. I start getting You've crazy got, like, invested. Did they, did they do something? Did they do something? And I'll mm-hmm. write them like, Hey, checking in on you. And you know, then they'll be like, Oh, I'm, everything's like, I'm so sorry I did that. Or, you know, and it's like, fuck man, you can't, you, you gotta be real careful what to, mm-hmm. what to put on somebody else? I just don't know what, what do you recommend uh, in in those instances I'm hoping maybe by talking about it on the show that maybe they'll know that it's a trigger for me and and, and turn to get help you know somewhere somewhere else but I, I don't know what to do in those situations.
2: Well and I'm not this is gonna okay let me just back up for a second. Mm-hmm, <laughs> this is not meant to sound judgmental by any means right but it is inappropriate for somebody to put that kind of pressure on you. Just because they feel connected to you. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, the thing that I would say is you could, like, I don't know, in like the notes of your phone, right? Just make a list of like maybe three national crisis hotlines oh, okay. that you can then send to people and say, I'm so sorry you're going through a hard time. Here's some crisis resources for you. Mm, that's good. You don't have to solve yeah. their problems, dude. Like, and at the end of the day, I know that you know this from having friends that completed, but like, when somebody is going to make a choice to do something nothing is Can going stop to them. stop them no. yeah yeah nothing yeah um, and i would say more times than not when somebody completes people don't know because they made a very diligent effort to hide the shit that they were going through yeah and the times not all the time but you know there's times that people attempt and then immediately regret it and they tell somebody and then they get help or you know they're going to but somebody talks them out of it but at the end of the day it is that person's choice it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with what anybody else did or didn't do. Right. I'm, I'm interested to see what you think of,
0: um, do you know that case? Uh, they just did, Al Fanning just played the girl in oh my God. Yeah,
2: what, Where she was telling him to kill himself? Yeah,
0: I'm curious as to what you think
2: about that case with what you just said. Um, that, to me, was absolutely appalling, yeah. right? Because I read about the case when it happened. When you have somebody who you know is fragile and you are in encouraging them to do something. Do I think that she was responsible ultimately for him taking his life? Ultimately this, I know this doesn't sit well with people, but like it ultimately was his choice. But I think that she was like an accessory Mm -hmm. because she was pushing him to do it. Mm -hmm. She didn't tell anybody that he was struggling. She didn't say, Hey, he wants to die. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Granted, it wasn't her job to save him. But if that was, you know, the love of her life, and it was me, I would have immediately called his mom and been like, this is what he's saying. I don't know what to do.
0: So this kind of goes with one of the questions that somebody submitted. Um, was there ever a time that you feared for your life
2: when talking to a patient? I didn't fear for my life, okay. but I knew that she was trying to intimidate me and I called her out on it. Oh, what did she do? Ooh. So she was in my office and I have pictures of my son in my office because he's my son. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, she goes, is that your son? I said, Yep. She goes, I mean, like, aren't you worried that somebody's gonna like find him or like find where you live? And I said, Are you threatening me? Ooh. And she was like, No. I, I mean, I was like, I was just saying, but like, you know, I don't know why you like have pictures of him. I said, Because he's my son and this is my office. Yeah. And she backpedaled. There yeah. have been clients that I've sat with that I can feel something isn't right. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm uncomfortable and I don't trust being alone with this person, whether it's because I worry that they're going to do something or I worry they're going to say something Mm -hmm. could have happened. Right. Where there's like this discomfort of something just doesn't feel good. Where I've expressed to, you know, supervisors in the past of like, I don't want to meet with them alone anymore. Somebody has to be in the room with me. Day. but it's never been like I think they're gonna bring a gun in right
1: right yeah I have a question that just reminded me um, so you know when we do we do conventions obviously there's a lot of like people wearing costumes and one of the things that um, that makes me uncomfortable is when we've got guys or girls most it's usually guys um, dress sure. up like Michael Myers and they don't they stand across the room oh my God. and they role play with us. And, Ah! and you know, it's, it's especially the the days where you could bring weapons in, you know, before they,
0: they, which they do, they bring knives and stuff to sign.
2: I'm sure.
1: I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's scary for us. So there's, I always try to, um, make, you know, connect with them across the room Mm -hmm. and be like, hi, like anything to kind of break that thing that they're trying Mm -hmm. to do. Um, what do you think goes through their mind when they come to a show and they're, they're, they get dressed and they're, they're doing this, like they're standing there and they're trying to, is it to make us feel like we, when we were in the movies or they like, what, what is the, the choice to role play in that situation? It's very confusing to me how. Is it a kink? Is it a kink?
2: I mean, I was just gonna say, it almost feels like a power play, right? Of like, mm. I want to see if I can scare her. Oh. I want to see if I can get under her skin, right? Or it's just <laughs> I want to live out this fantasy of like having a picture of the two of us in the same room, and and it's me as Michael Myers. It's hard to tell. Yeah,
1: they want to scare us
0: totally. That's what they want to get a reaction. Because even when I like break that wall and I'm like, "Hey, what's
2: up? How are you?" They stop doing it. No, they
0: don't. A lot of the time, they don't. They just continue. And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna sign this for you. (laughs) Um, Are you gonna talk at all? Okay, great. great Oh, Michael Myers doesn't talk. Good job. Good job. Or or sometimes they do break. You know, and then you see the eyes squint, and I'm like, "Oh my God, thank the fucking Lord." Well, scout, you had that one guy
2: that like showed up and was like, "I'm your boyfriend." You know how I? Oh my God, yeah. yeah
0: oh that 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 made me lock my knees. I was like th- th- thank God Tyler was right there next to me yeah I mean he flew I think he still thinks we're in a relationship I mean I haven't checked on him in in years but he flew out to Los Angeles and stayed in a hotel for seven days and I did not leave my house because I was like and this was a kid terrifying. he was a kid he was like a like a I think he was 19 at the time mm. like a kid. Ugh. You know it's so it's just so crazy are there kids but that's, shooting up schools that, or, you yeah I'm mean? absolutely right yeah but that's also why I don't respond a lot of the times to yeah. fans because that's when I was responding right right, right, and right, then right. he created a well, whole relationship trying
2: to be genuinely nice yeah. and instead they have this idea of like oh she loves me yeah oh my god yeah. <laughs> like we're doing this yeah you
0: know? a lot of it like also too you know I, I stopped like um doing like paintings and stuff and selling things and stuff mm. because like once you open that that gate up mm. It's hard to like they they, like like people think that you're they're your best friends, and I'm like how do I? I'm not, and then I'm the bitch for not responding. Right. Right, I'm like but. I don't know how to make this <laughs> how do I say we're not for best friends? You don't know me. Yeah. You've never met me.
1: Like just because exactly. you know, when back in the day um in, in the in the 80s um or nineties, um I had a lot of child actor friends and I noticed at the time this was before social media that my girlfriends, um like I had two uh two good two good girlfriends, one was Tatiana Ali from Fresh Prince of Bel Air yeah. and the other one was Jennifer Noy on Blossom. And oh. they were, um, their fan base was more, and my friend Kimberly was on general hospital. They were, their fan base was more like, um, cuckoo than, than mine because yeah. they were like, I think it was bec- what I've figured out is because I really mostly did movies.
2: So you had to that. go
1: somewhere yep. to see me and it wasn't like I was in your home every week.
2: Mm -hmm. So being in the actual home
1: made them feel like they knew them and their lives and they were part of their family. So Mm -hmm. they didn't have, fans didn't have that boundary with them that they had Mm -hmm. with me. So I, I mean but then now with social media everyone's like you take us with you always everywhere. I
2: don't know how you guys handle social media, dude. Like I am by no means famous whatsoever and I get overwhelmed when people like message me and like want to talk to me. I'm like, why do you want to talk to me though? Like about what? Like I don't know. They're probably like, it's just like they
0: Okay, yes. don't
2: message Stephanie.
0: Scout, don't <laughs> message Stephanie, Scout.
2: Do not message Stephanie. <laughs> not that I don't want them, but like I can get easily overwhelmed, and you guys are famous, so I don't. I don't know how. To I just don't read it. I mean, I don't.
1: Scout, like you get all the questions and stuff from. So I, I got
2: I,
0: to read them. I got to figure out what people
2: need help
1: with. I know. I mean, I read them sometimes, but like I don't have my alerts on anything, so I never know. Sure. I just, I just can't. I, I, yeah. Or my kid has my, either one of my kids has my phone all day, so uh, you understand. You know, my kids are yes. three and five. Like. I'm just like here. You go, take it. Uh, so then yeah. i never have access to people messaging me.
0: That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I have it everywhere. I'm like, oh my god. Kid. <laughs> so kids, you won't. Shut up. Shut you up. won't. You won't anymore. Yeah. You will oh, put a baby in me, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hilarious! I was gonna say because going off of what you were saying, like, um, I think we said this. Chrissy Metz, like, mm-hmm. you know, her fan base. It was like because she's from This Is Us. So it's all like heavy shit. And I'm just like, wow, to handle that all the time, people like venting and and just like kind of what you go (laughs) through literally. And she's just, you just have to sit there and be like, I'm, I'm here for you. You know, like, oh my God, so heavy. I couldn't even imagine. I mean, I think
1: about my therapist too. I'm like, how do you, Yeah, how do you feel? Listen to people vomit on you all day. Like I can't. (laughs) I wanted to be a therapist. That's what I wanted to, to, yeah. to, to do. Um, I was going go to go to UCSB to, to be a psychotherapist. Um, so I enjoy hearing about it, and I guess there's, you know, I also like to kind of psychoanalyze people and and figure sure. out like that's why for me my relationships are usually fairly easy because I'm like oh I understand it's nothing to do with me this is why you're doing that that's where th- yeah. that's what that's coming from uh. this is that trigger and then I know tomorrow it'll be like this and it's so, especially with men because they're so predictable like I know with my husband exactly <laughs> how much time and like what I need to do to kind of break that if we're in, in for in like Fair a much?
0: funk or a fight or whatever oh I yeah need that man I'll mine's mine's you. like okay my feelings are hurt first okay back, back. my feelings are oh. hurt okay let's get to Tom's feelings
1: I mean listen though you know that was one of the arguments that I that I do get into consistently with my husband because of our age difference uh, was i had already been in multiple relationships where these particular problems had come up and i had resolved them in those relationships and and if they come up in our relationship it's like don't worry about it it's fine like it's not yep. it's what i don't know what you're stressing out it's not a big deal who cares mm-hmm. and then he's always mm-hmm. like but these are my feelings this is my these are my feelings mm-hmm. like i understand <laughs> but i've been down this road before and this is going to end up like XYz and ah. then it's like then i'm not hearing him and then it becomes a whole thing and then i understand it's like i've i've already gone you know it's like I always worry for women that um, marry a man or have a baby with a man that has kids if, if she's yeah. having a baby for the first time because and I have girlfriends that, that their husbands have had previous you know have families with, with, the, with their ex-wife and, and when they sure. get pregnant this time it's a new experience for the woman yes. but not for the husband So there's a lot of like, Mm -hmm. I don't, how do I, this is so, you know, and the husband's like, oh, this is what you do. This is how you change diaper. You got to get up at this time. It's like, yeah, but I've never done this before. Yeah. So you can't just be like, it's not a big deal. This is how you do it because it can frustrate the shit out of the person. So in relationships, I think it's kind of the same thing. Does Tom ever say that to you? Not about babies, but like, Mm
2: -hmm. oh, I've had
1: this in my past relationship and this is what, da, da, da. No,
2: it's me. How much older is Tom than you? It's me. (laughs) Uh, He's
0: 12. Tom's Oh my like, god, wow. Like this is the first time Tom's been in well, I think in love. Like we're having the we're having the other other issues where I'm like, Tom, you're like an eight year old trapped in a sexy fucking <laughs> beautiful body and I know you were a nerd when you were young, that's but like embrace
1: that motherfucking shit. That's most men. Most men are like forty trapped in an eight year old's body. No, he's
0: like very like um I think this is like this is like his first real relate like relationship. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So that's that's what we're yeah, our stuff is. I mean, my I'm like. Rib- Tell me how you feel, <laughs> You're right? Plus, he also grew up with three sisters, a middle kid. You know, he oh wait. wasn't really heard ever, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Please tell me what you're feeling What are you doing with your day Who are you meeting what oh, are you, like to know What's happening with you. on your set And he's like wow never, mm-hmm. no one's ever really wanted to know And I'm like well I'm fucking here now So <laughs> I like to know everything Well and
2: validation goes a long way right Like to validate somebody's feelings or experience mm-hmm. Can change the whole situation mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you have to agree With whatever they're experiencing But you can say I can see this is really hard for you And I'm sorry that you're going sorry. through that yeah. Oh I could get better right? at like, that <laughs> You can get pissed. I, I get better at It takes practice.
0: I get better at It takes practice. That. Sorry. Okay. I have to practice that line. I know. I, I see say how I'm you're sorry. Feeling, David I'm will sorry. say that I don't
1: <laughs> say that I'm sorry, but that is not true. I do say I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay, I'm to
0: take that note. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I'm I see sorry. how you're feeling. I'm sorry. Okay. Got it. Clocked. <laughs> I can't be the only one. That's hard. No, you're definitely not. No. 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 <laughs> we need to call you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at I am already. i already, already, already like don't 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 DM Sarah. Don't 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 Steph, Stop don't, Stop Steph, don't 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 DM it. Steph. Don't DM <laughs> Steph with your issues. There's a
1: barrier. Yes, that boundary. Remember, <laughs> Scout. That boundaries. Don't send your. Don't dump your shit on. God, um, I was
0: just telling her like I was. I'm. I'm super. And it might be like a mechanism. Like when I was on the dating scene, I'm very big on like. I don't want to talk about me. I'm going to ask all the questions to talk about you. Never about me. And I don't know if it's like um, me for some reason, like, cause my, edu- you're a pleaser I, that. And I also think it comes from like, you know, as a kid, you know, being in this industry, like, like being homeschooled and mm-hmm. being on set. Like, I feel like my education stopped at 14. Like mm-hmm. I graduated because my parents wanted me to work longer hours mm-hmm. on set and then I went to college Gosh, at fucking 15 for like 4 oh months God. you know what i'm saying so like i feel like i don't know why like i get really nervous like mm-hmm. like talking about other shit it's just like i'm it's like
2: vulnerable to talk about yourself right yeah
0: it's super vulnerable and to share
2: things about yourself so yeah. it's like i'd rather just ask you a million questions and get to know you rather mm-hmm. than like open up and tell you things about me
0: oh yeah I'm a big old person. Like even on the first date, I will know what makes them tick.
1: <laughs> See, I would use that <laughs> to manipulate.
0: Oh shit! So really?
1: what I would do, yes, because what I would do when I was dating and really wanting to find a partner and time was running out, and I was, you know, time was thir- well, out. I was 35 mm. and like yeah. single, going like fuck. I don't. I mean, like, am I ever going to have kids? Like, am I just by myself? What's going on mm. here? I think I read somewhere. I don't know where or what. That the way to get a man to want you is to ask them a lot of questions about themselves. Because if they talk about themselves, they'll think that it was the best date ever.
0: They do. And they do. (laughs)
1: So yeah. I would just go on a date and be like, "Tell me, so where would you come from? What did you do? Oh my god, how sure. was that? Have you ever tried? Where, where have you guys, where have you traveled to? And and it would be, all, and all they would do is talk about themselves the entire time, and they literally would leave feeling Dude, you're like you're setting up them guys up. I'm like you're the, I'm like up, the man. coolest, best thing that's ever happened. That mixed with really good blowjobs, forget it.
0: I was like, yeah. boom, done. done, done. Oh my god, we were, we're we came from done. the same fucking water. Like literally, I'm like. I can keep you with my blowjobs. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: cook for you. Good I can cook, I can I can fucking clean. I take financially take care of myself and I give good blowjobs and I want to talk about you all day long. I'm like, how how is I still single at 35?
0: <laughs> Here I'm like, I'm a little insecure. Well oh my God, someone love me. <laughs> but I give good blowjobs.
2: <laughs>
0: That's key. Oh my that God. is key. Oh my God. As long as y'all ladies out
1: there can give good blowjobs. We're gonna we're gonna do the sequel to How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. It's gonna be bad blowjobs, a messy house. We're not gonna
0: shower. What else do we do? Um, oh, is it? Oh, um, I, I was just gonna say like like don't trim your pubic hairs at all ever. <laughs> oh man, there's got to be a <laughs> king for that. that. I, I think I think that's like coming in. I've seen now more women with uh, armpit hair and stuff. So then my, my imagination automatically goes to their vagina. I'm like is their oh, vagina well, as? oh that, yeah I'm I was sure like, what does their vagina 100%. look like but also like I guess in bathing suits and stuff like I mean like the stigma around that too you know like we gotta like you know some women like that embrace it you know mm-hmm. I mean, shave can- your
1: armpits dude shave your armpits <laughs> Sh-
0: n- hygiene
1: shave yeah. your armpits oh, fucking yeah, I shaved gross. before I came here <laughs> I mean I'm not trying to prove anything it doesn't make me more of a fucking feminist by having armpit hair it doesn't. No, I don't need to show it to everybody.
0: Mm, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Sometimes I like, like when I have like fucking massive hairy legs for like two weeks and I look at her fucking face right now. I'm like, I'm like, oh God, I gotta shave. Oh my God. I gotta shave my legs. Even in you, is this when you're single? Or no. in a relationship
1: you have oh. hairy legs.
0: Yeah. Tom loves me, man. He loves me. He'd love
1: you more if you shaved your legs. I
0: do. But then, <laughs> then I do.
1: Baby, <laughs> you wonder why you're not getting laid every night. What? <laughs> Maybe you just shave your legs.
0: <laughs> we sometimes, like, you don't have to shave all the time. Like, I have, like, You like, shave. This yeah, is well, shaved, Okay, right? I shaved before I came to
1: Austin. This is, you've been here for three days and yeah. it's still that fine? Yeah, this bitch. No, oh, are
2: you Mexican. I know, I know, yeah, I, what know the hell? I know. I like, know. I get out of the shower and, and my like, well, I my hair is grown. Like 5 minutes ago, but it's
0: right back. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's
1: the goosebumps that make the hair grow. Yes. <laughs> son
0: of a bitch. I just fucking shaved. <laughs> oh, you know what's been happening though and I it's only happened and I'm going to say this on oh, a little um, after I we got the vaccines and stuff. Oh. Or maybe it's just like I'm in my thirties. I've got the random nipple fucking hair popping yeah. out. Oh, that's just like
2: Bitch, getting older though. Don't make really me feel like. like shit over Everybody
0: here. Everybody does. Why don't you Tom got it, it out the other day? <gasps> Oh my god!
1: Never <laughs> in a million fucking years really? would I let my husband see any no. hair on any part of my body where it's not oh supposed to be. Oh my
0: god! I'm open book, motherfucker. If I, I can an open book with my partner, I'm a. I'm a. We're not gonna have a good marriage.
1: I would fucking die.
0: <laughs> but would I'm you get my now. nipple hair
1: for me? I've done it for my girlfriends. See? Yeah. What the. Fuck? Hey, you know what? I have to tell you. What's the difference? There is an awesome um, hair remover. Yeah, it's on called... TikTok. What?
0: It's on TikTok. What is it? It's I don't. Uh, I don't know. My, I, I wonder if it's the same thing. I have
1: brawn. It's I use it for my face. Oh, and I underarms. Up. And you get face stuff. I do. Same. does it feel so good yep i it's feel like cal- an
2: 87 year old woman with like chin hair yeah like, cool
1: really well i'm on fucking testosterone hormone replacement oh. therapy too so oh, i was yeah. like i just took i just actually got a medicine to ha- stop hair growth from appearing in places oh, i'm like oh my god get it get acne and the fucking and hair you do you have no. one on
0: your nipple i'm mm-hmm. sure i have to just look oh, okay i have to like oh, look oh see with that's, a magnifying well, that's what it is minor dark oh I'm,
1: yep well I mean, i dark too, but I, I have a hair remover. I'll, I'll give it to you. Oh my God. Can a we laser. try it after yeah. this?
0: Yeah. So it's like after just, we were just done. laser my... Ta-tas. Yes, I will. I totally will. <laughs> you know what I did when I was really young that's like fucking awful? I shaved my toe. Oh, I yeah. You can't do... It. No, you're supposed to do that because it grows out longer. Ew, but who cares? You just keep shaving it. What you're the just fuck? Say- <laughs> just keep shaving it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't let the hair grow. If you needed to shave it, I have hair on my toes too. But <laughs> No, but I shave every day. All these people are like unsubscribe, unsubscribe, no, no, unsubscribe,
0: no. unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Oh my but god, I don't I d- know
1: this I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna rescind that comment. Um I would have hair if I didn't shave it, but I shave. so everything. I shave everything in my body.
0: She's like a bald baby. I am bald, <laughs>
1: bald. I was just squatting down in the shower before I got on here with a razor. What's shave your technique? What's
0: everybody's technique here to shave? In the uh, squat down on the shower floor, and you, you squat down what? I do, I, on the bottom. What? I was like, what? What? what do you I mean?
1: My oh my god, that's what I do. Oh no, dude, I squat down. I get oh my gosh, everything. She's doing fucking yoga in the from shower. From my fucking from my tailbone to my belly button, I am it is bare.
0: You're just like a yeah. gremlin.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And then, because, well, then, and the water's still running, and then you just rinse it off on the floor, and then you fucking do, and I use the, the guy's razor. I do a, I do a, like, a leg up or a, a,
0: a bend. But.
1: A bend. You bend, but how, don't you want to, like, get in everywhere? I can't stand here. Oh,
0: I can't, I can't, like, I, I'm too ner. Like, I, yeah, I will, I'll shave everywhere, but I also, like, I, I hate it when you, you don't notice when you, like, cut yourself, cut yourself until yeah. after you're out oh, of the yeah? shower. huh and you're like, oof, burns! God, we have a psychotherapist yep. right here, and we're talking, we're talking about, about shaving, shaving. our vagina.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so interesting, right? <laughs> See, I this is this is what happens with my therapist too. And then I'm like, great, that just cost me three hundred dollars, and I just talked you about shaving my vagina. Russian? I pay two fifty. She's like,
0: Steph's over there, like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, this is why oh it's God. so it's so cool because, like, I mean. We advertise um better help and all that stuff. What what are your prices and stuff? Like what is like the normal
1: I mean it depends on the state, depends on like what, it does what their the degree you know, what their so degree the is and all thing, that too.
2: Mm-hmm. I work for like an organization as a part-time gig and then I have my own business and my own business is all virtual stuff. So I offer therapy services to people who live in Wisconsin mm. because legally that's all I can do. Right. Because I'm only licensed in the state of Wisconsin. Mm. However, I offer it to anybody else as mentorship. But with mentorship, I'm using the exact same skills oh, and okay. tools. Okay. Just don't call it therapy. Mm-hmm. So that's like a little loophole type deal. Mm, cool. But yeah, I charge ninety five an hour, and I oh. feel weird doing that. So good.
0: Oh my god, so oh good. Yeah, Tom and I, I love... were trying to get therapy, and they were like, um, "Yeah, so um, for the first one, it'll be fifteen
2: hundred dollars." And then I was like, "What is happening?" Oh my, my god! My initial assessment is 145, and that <laughs> took me a long time to like be okay with charging that. Oh, you don't understand the prices. Oh. They're my fucking therapist nuts also. In Los Angeles.
1: My therapist also had um, like there were many years where I was like, I I don't have I'm I had such massive anxiety around money, and she was like, I am not gonna let you not come because you don't sure. you don't think you can spend the money on yourself yep. right now. So you're going to come twice a week, nothing is going to change and I'm not going to charge you for the second session. It's only gonna, or she would it was like 150 for, you know, for twice a sure. week for 5 years. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, I just got this big job. I just got this." Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, "Okay, well now that you're, you know, you're making more money, can we up it a little bit? It's been five years yeah. of this. And I was like, and then I was like, oh my God, I can't believe she's doing this to me. I can't. And I started to resent her and feel like that pit in my yes. stomach. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. And then I was like, I don't know my self-worth. So when I changed my prices yeah. on booking jobs or at conventions or whatever, it was like, you know, or asking to fly first class instead of coach. Cause it was just fucking mm-hmm. killing me, you know, running around, running around. I was like, wow, this is I feel better and I don't ever... No one is complaining about yeah. what I'm asking for because I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, that's great. You know, That's good advice. Steph, her lights are going off over there. She's, She's like, like mm, you're fucking right.
1: right. $250. <laughs> She's
0: Sounds like, fucking really you're really right. Yeah. You know, honestly, like when I first worth. started,
2: my prices were... 85 for an hour and 70 for a half hour. And then I was like, I really want to increase my prices, but I feel like everybody's going to leave me because I'll be 100% real with you. Like imposter syndrome and worthiness mm. is an underlying like theme for me that I still experience every single day. Mm. For example, coming on here, I was like, I'm going to forget every therapy thing I ever know. when they ask me uh, <laughs> like, I was so nervous because aw. I was like,
1: see so now now how that do I you feel like, about it now you're like oh my god I love them they're fucking yeah. awesome and we I know that Danielle that scouts got nipple hair and Danielle fucking shaves her everything by squatting in the shower well, in my head,
2: I was like don't be a fucking weirdo fangirl either you love them. just be normal like they don't need any more fangirl moments for me right like
0: oh i love it i love it i think i think what did it for me is when you went bitch i yeah. was like yeah she's in, she's yeah, so in. To my best friend she's in we're in we're i was in. like oh she's got
1: tattoos fabulous and we're, we're gonna be friends we got
0: this we got this we're good
2: oh, I'm like, oh i you don't look like i thought you were gonna look based on the website and i was like oh here i am You're like, like, well, this is oh me.
1: people ju- people judge people do that all the time oh, we do not we are like judgment free yeah, love no. you yeah. as you are period every, every be, color that's the what, rainbow. that's honey. right goes, every shape it ways, though, right
2: it's either wow i didn't expect you to look like that or it's like i picked you because you have purple hair and tattoos that's and right i, oh. like, I want to talk to her that you would be me like,
1: my my therapist looks like stevie Nicks.
2: She's oh, a, she's oh I love that. She's
1: a younging analyst. She's a psychotherapist. I she's love a that. she's a Buddhist. She's a fucking spiritual healer. And she's like, grew up with three brothers. She's no kids. She's like balls to the wall. She's tiny like us. She's just fucking mm-hmm. dope. I cool. I just, she's, yeah, she's I yeah, I've I yet to find her. someone
0: that I've I've meshed with. I I, I didn't interrupt really? you. Really? Yeah, I need to find somebody that you'll like. find your it's person. A lot of trial
2: and error. Dude. Yeah, like, and I tell people, here's the thing: I might not be your cup of tea. That's okay. I don't. First of all, I don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. Like I want to work with people who want to work with me, who like my approach because I do swear in session. I'm very blunt. I'm very mm-hmm. you know I'm very empathetic and compassionate. But I'm also if you're intentionally doing things to like fuck up your life i will be like what the fuck are you doing yeah, yeah. what are we doing yeah let's get down to it what are we doing yeah. right and that doesn't work for everybody and that's okay but i tell people like give me three sessions and after three sessions you're like this bitch is crazy that's okay <laughs> right. i'm not going to be offended mm. i want you to want to yes. come to therapy. i don't want you to have a bad taste in your mouth yeah thinking that i'm how every therapist is you're not going to hurt my feelings I, I want you to get something out of it i, I recently don't...
0: had this therapist that was a i i for some reason always would go with a guy
2: therapist
0: mm-hmm. um just a because like i never really got along with too many women mm-hmm. and i feel like women are nuts <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um and don't like me women don't mm-hmm. like me like at all um only a few <laughs> really like me <laughs> um but yeah so i i got i recently we had this um he was older fella and i we Kind of like a while, and I, I just was like getting over like repeating myself. Oh, yeah, because I think he was too old. Oh, that yeah. I was like, Do you not remember? Okay, I was like, oh. I we already um, Ugh. okay, we talked about this. Oh, drive <laughs> me nuts. And you're paying for is it? it. Is
2: it nerve wracking for you to find a therapist as somebody who is famous?
1: Oh, shit. as somebody who's what? Famous. Famous. Oh, no, no, my therapist has no fucking really? idea who yeah. I am now.
0: I'm like I'm like who who wants to listen Does I show her want listen to me? I'm like hey you want to see me as a
1: kid look what look look here's me as a kid I look at my phone that's a picture that's me when I when I talk about the clown that's me like that's what I do she's she's just has fucking she's absolutely no idea yeah she I think doesn't therapists care could
0: give a fuck they're just like whatever and I, I could do I'm just like I'm very open I'm like anyone want to like I'll pay you <laughs> <Does> anyone <laughs> want to listen to me? <laughs> Gotta try me. mine. Try mine. Oh yeah, am I might try. Just I, to see. Too? Okay, so what? Um, what's your? So I know that you were saying that you, you you see um people outside. What's your information that we can like spread it around and everybody that's in Wisconsin before we get off of here, just so they can reach you? And, what's your social media? And, yes, all that.
2: So on Instagram, I am at the t h e e spooky therapist. Mm. Yeah, you are. My website. My website is I am read. Findingme.com. Mm-hmm. me.com nice. I don't do Facebook because I hate it um but that's pretty much it I'm very like open on Instagram I share a lot of my stuff every day unless I'm feeling like I don't want to talk to anybody I want to be in a cave and I don't but my website has you know blog posts details of like what I do just all different kinds of things oh super cool 70 you're so cool man
0: Honestly, guys, oh, she's so rad. On. She's so cool. Thanks for
2: asking me. <laughs> I feel like me. this is what a
0: therapist needs to be. See, and
1: we have so many fans that are always like, if you ever want blah, blah, blah on the show, you know, I'm like, yes, just message us because yeah. we love, you know, we're not doctors. We love to offer advice, right. but we're like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not qualified to give you advice, but this is what works for me or what doesn't work for me and just to give you a different perspective. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have an actual professional come on and, and help with some of this stuff. And we learned a lot today. Yes. I will, after I cool. hang up with you, I'm doing two things. I am gonna Helping go me. pull. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go do. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look up the health. This the suicide um, crisis mm-hmm. hotlines, yeah. which I've actually I can donated. You if you want me to. Yeah, please do. Please yeah. do. Yep. Um, and there's also a new number now too. Yeah. Isn't there a new number that's been created for that. So it's nine eight eight
2: instead okay. of nine one one. Okay, nine eight eight. Got like, it. Crisis response. Otherwise, and we can just do this on here, so it's easier for people. But if you text seven four one seven four one, that's a text crisis line, mm. or you can do one 273 talk. And that's like where you'll actually talk to somebody.
1: Nice. Amazing. Perfect. That's all we need. So I'm going to write that down to text people. And then I'm going to go laser off Scout's nipples. (laughs) One. One hair. I am. One baby hair. And I'm going to send it to, I'm going to post it.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and thank
1: Braun for making such an awesome hair remover, electric hair remover. Oh, with that, enjoy
0: your Tuesdays, y'all. Yes, guys. Enjoy your Tuesdays. Happy
1: Tuesdays. Stephanie, I thank you so much for coming on hey, our show. We really you. did appreciate cool. it. And we'll be hitting you up again when we have more shit that we don't understand, which will probably be
0: often. It's just a segment. I'm here for it. <laughs> Ask. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks, darling. guys. Thank
2: you. Thanks, guys.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
1: Hey guys, to watch all of our past episodes and new releases each week, join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash talkscarytome. Submit your questions and true crime suggestions to podcast at talkscarytome.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening